You're listening to the Discovery Health Puppy Act podcast for healthcare professionals. This podcast series is designed to empower doctors and allied healthcare professionals to truly understand the Protection of Personal Information Act, a groundbreaking piece of legislation that fundamentally changes the way in which healthcare businesses deal with patient information. Each episode of this podcast series answers a burning question around reaching Puppy Act compliance. Hi. I'm Larry Borowitz, the Deputy Information Officer of Discovery Health and host of the Discovery Health Poppy Act podcast for healthcare professionals series. Discovery Health has created this podcast series to support healthcare practitioners to ensure they are ready for the Poppy Act when it will be fully enforceable on the 1st of July, 2021. The Acquisition of Information When a patient decides to consult with a doctor, they would typically fill out a form which would provide information to the doctor to use on both a clinical as well as an administrative basis. But what are the rights of the doctor and the patient in terms of the information that is acquired? A key document to consider for any organization is a privacy statement. And the privacy statement in a nutshell is a document which lists the rights of the responsible party or the practice, as well as the data subject or the patient, in terms of when the data is acquired, how it's used, how it's disposed of, and any other interactions which may occur with the information provided by the patient. So what each practice should do is create a privacy statement, and Discovery has got a template of this for practices where the privacy statement would include the rights which the practice has, as well as the patient's rights. A key element of the privacy statement is to list the purpose for which the information is being acquired. Extracts of the privacy statement should then be used in patient registration forms. The concept of minimality needs to be considered as well when acquiring information from a patient. And the concept of minimality, simply put, is the acquisition of the minimum amount of information one needs when one is engaging between a data subject and a responsible party, or in our case, between a patient and a doctor. So the best example when acquiring information about a patient would be that of income. Typically, a doctor would not need to know the income of a patient in order to see them and to treat them. Therefore, one would not be required and should, one should not ask for the income of a patient on a patient registration form. The patient registration form should include requests for key information, which would be personal information like ID number, name, surname, address, and could request information around medical aid. And then would also include certain clauses from the privacy statement, which would inform the patient about their rights and the practices rights around acquisition of information. Another key element of the patient registration form would be that of consent. If we take the example of a family that joins a practice, the act requires that direct consent is given by each data subject. So in the event, for example, of a wife signing a patient registration form, the practice is able through its privacy statement to actually list that consent if given by one party of a family would then apply to all other parties of the family. Or if it's felt that each adult dependent or adult should sign a separate form, then that could also be the policy of the practice. 
But in the cases where a practice would prefer that consent is given by one party on behalf of all the others, that then should be listed in the privacy statement. And consent should also be listed for individuals without capacity. So for example, that would be any adult dependent who has some kind of, who's been incapacitated in some sort of way, or any child who obviously cannot sign on his or her behalf. Another critical component of data acquisition is that once it's been acquired, it needs to be used for the original purpose for which it was intended. And that practices cannot use the information for further processing without the direct consent of the data subject. So if, for example, a practice is approached by a company that wants to buy its data for marketing purposes, the practice cannot do this. And this cannot be included in a privacy statement where the practice in essence overrides the original purpose for which the data was originally collected. So what the Act is intending to do is to limit information being used for other purposes than which it was originally acquired. You've been listening to the Discovery Health Poppy Act podcast for healthcare professionals. Be sure to look out for the other episodes in this podcast series.